our top story tonight. The campaign team is facing problems on two fronts. While half the team has overcome some nightmare scenarios, quite literally, the other is fending off some pretty harsh criticism from the police. Our besieged workers correspondent, Bill Griffin, is on the scene. There appears to be a division within the ranks of the union workers, with some professing loyalty to union leader Brigadier Lighthouse Steam, while others simply want to get back to work. Uh, Corporal Clegg told me earlier today that this whole strike business is a waste of time, a waste of effort, and a waste of water, though he couldn't quite clarify to me what kind of water was being wasted. Uh, but other workers have complained about the conditions within the factory, uh, given that they have no rights whatsoever at the moment. I don't imagine these are great working conditions, though. Are they allowed toilet breaks? Only if they use these very special bottles. Yuck. Bill, thank you. And some breaking news has just come in. Brigadier Lighthouse Steam has been flattened under a large metal belt buckle. I'm sure he's fine. So a big old rusty belt has fallen on the brig and uh, he sprawled out on the floor and he, it uh, lands on top of him and uh, he seems to be squished underneath it. So, Pen and Aguilad, what do you do? Well, at the moment, Pen is still regarding the uh, resurrection wand uh, with wonder. Mm. Oh yeah, that failed, and didn't it? And indecisiveness. Mm. You might want to check that he's dead first. <laughs> I'm going to try and lift the hunk of rusty metal off the um, brigadier. Make a strength check. Just strength, or do I get athletics? No, just strength. This lifting, I think it's just just a straight up strengthy. Come on, roll the dice. Thank you. That'd be a nine. I don't think that's a success. You lift it a little bit and then squish it back down on him, and he. Oh, oh, God! Sorry, Brig. No, not to worry. I'm fine. Oh, God! Can somebody else help me, please? Uh, I think Lisa comes over to try and uh, give you a hand. So do you want to roll again with advantage now that you've got some help? With advantage, I get a 15. Yeah, you just about do it. I think between the two of you, you managed to uh, lift it up enough for him to sort of scramble out from underneath. And uh, he tries to stand up, but he can't quite get his legs just yet. He's he's a little winded and... Uh, you stay yeah. down, you stay down, Brig. We'll try and find a healer for you. How do you heal a robot? Just need a bit of oil, clang or two. I can still. F- oh! That was quite heavy, that thing. What was it doing up there? Being dangerous. A health and safety violation, at least. Aye. Any idea what it is? Well, it looks like a great big rusty belt, bu- belt buckle. Quite. Oh, I suppose it is. My word. Well, we've still got battles to fight, people to defend. Where's Clegg got to? Good question. I'm sorry, who? Corporal Clegg with his wooden leg. Oh dear. Were you not watching him? Well, no, I'm... I'm... You were too busy looking at that pointy stick of yours, weren't you? Well, yes, and I am... Well, you know, stopped him as prime. Uh, Something of a losing battle there, I think. Do you think so? Yes, I've seen my fair share of battlefield wounds. Not the kind of thing you want to come back from, let me tell you. Wait, are you trying to tell me that he's not dead? Yeah, I'm afraid he's dead. 
Yes, he, he's dead. Oh, good. He's very dead. He, he's over there. And, and a bit of him over there. And, and, and some more over there, actually. Yes. Right. Very Ooh, chap went to pieces. Right. Does anyone have a spanner? <laughs> uh, might need some welding equipment to fix this trap. As this is, uh, conversation is going on, uh, the doors are still being battered from the other side by battering rams. Uh, Brig tries to sort of stand up and says, uh, Now then, lads, just you. Oh, oh, this is useless. What use is an old soldier if he can't soldier on? Have you got one of them chairs with wheels on? There might be one at the other end of the factory. Well, if you've got one of them, if you've got one of them, we can put you in it and you can be a wheelchair general. I just can't seem to muster up the old spirit. Oh dear, what are we going to do? If only my two dads were here, they'd know what to do. They always knew what to do. They don't want to rely on parents too much. Just when you, just when you think you know them, they let you down. Well, I don't know. My mother's always been very supportive. Uh, we may have had similar experiences. Strict family rules. No deviation or hesitation. Yes, very strict. Occasionally some repetition. Well, a little bit of deviation. I mean, we are deviants. They made me the perfect little soldier. What about you, boy? Um, well, I think father always wanted me to go down the mines, but uh, uh, I think my mother had different ideas. Wish I'd stood up to them more. Maybe I wouldn't be here. Maybe none of this would have happened. Well, somebody would be here, and it wouldn't be you. And, to be quite honest, I think you're quite good at it, so... Ah, oh, thank you, my boy. You've more spirit than I gave you credit for. And, uh, again, he sort of stands up a little shakily and uh, claps you on the shoulder. Well, if you if you, if you you use me as a support... Ah, oh, excellent. There's nothing more character-building than standing up for yourself. Well, metaphorically. You're still young, lad. Stand up to your parents now, or you'll be stuck like me. Stuck in a job you weren't really built for. Oh dear. What did you want to do? Me? Oh, I wanted to be a beekeeper. Love the little yellow buggers. Oh. But, oh, hello, what's this? Uh, you both feel something trickling onto your heads. Uh, almost, almost as light as snow for a minute. And then it gets a little heavier. And then you see a small streak of light coming from the ceiling above as somebody is breaking in from the ceiling. Uh, Victrina and Helen, uh, you're Mm -hmm. chasing in the rather obvious trail left by Rock and Sokka. There's a lot of uh, big big old punch marks in walls and uh, debris and uh, people sort of uh, looking a little dazed and confused. Uh, how are you feeling on this uh, hunt? Also dazed and confused but that might have been because of the flight <laughs> building or it might have been because of the psychotropic drugs. It might have been because it's been a really hard day. It has been quite it's a tough a day. How's Perrin uh, doing? A bit drained I think. A has, lot. has the Yellow Lord um, uh, been a bit of a shock? Very much so. Uh, as you're going along, uh, you see um, a small person uh, in the middle of the road uh, who is uh, desperately trying to uh, pick up something that has spilled out of a uh, box. And you see, oh no, oh no, 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 they're all going away, they're all rolling away. It's not a cute and orphan, is it? 
No, it's not. Oh. It's, a, it's a grown man, uh, and you see there's lots of pens sort of rolling away as he's trying to sort of desperately uh, pick them all up. And as you get closer, you notice that it's, you may remember from several episodes ago, Captain Biscuit's cousin, Lexi, uh, who seems to be trying to put all these pens into a box and seems to be failing somewhat. What do you do? Lexi, did you see a big thumpy robot go past here? Yes, he knocked me over and he knocked all my pens over. I was supposed to be delivering these to the palace. They're doing important signing things today and I was going to give them all these great pens. I invented them myself. They see, and he shows you one of them. They've got a, they've got ink in this bit and then at the point there's this sort of ball and it uh, traces the ink along. I call it the point ball pen. I think maybe ポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイントポイント
before they got here, and uh, some of them can't be deactivated. Ah. And uh, is that uh, not a tremendous nuisance when you're trying to go from one part of the palace to another? They seem to like it. Uh, the uh, the board of the board of um, shareholders seems uh, very insistent on it. As you uh, get closer, uh, Lexi's a little bit like I say, he's a little bit she- sheepish, and uh, he, he's uh, kind of. Uh, he insists on carrying the bag full of pens because he wants to be the one to present them. Uh, as you get near the palace, uh, you see again like more sort of huge fist-shaped holes in walls and uh, some more debris. And uh, in like a big dent created by one of these big fists, uh, you see a familiar two-headed robot kind of squished up into the uh, into the niche. And uh, the robot Gygax looks at you and goes, "Hey, hey, you two ah." Uh, recognize you from the other day i can't remember what voice i used for this character <laughs> hi familiar sounding robot how's it going um uh, i assume you've got a pass i mean even if you don't there's not not a lot i can do about it right now yes that's right there's yeah. not a lot you can do can we help you out in some way can we kind of extract you from from your predicament Oh, that would be that would be delightful uh, if you would. Okay, let's have let's have a go at unflattening you. Uh, <laughs> I think like uh, you like pull pull them off the wall uh, initially. Uh, I think the two of you working together kind of go <laughs> and uh, pop him off the wall, and he, like a he's uh, like a sort of wobble board is a little bit oh, flattened. Oh. Uh, what do you do to try and reinflate him or something? Have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album? <laughs> that always makes me feel a bit better. Any any relation of Tim the Taylor? Yes. <laughs> Who's very swift. Remarkable turnaround speeds on his tailoring. <laughs> <laughs> the swift tailor. Uh, yes. Um, I, I don't know. How how is that going to help? A- apparently, it's invigorating. It um, does the thing where you know when your heart feels a bit. Oh, you listen to it, and then at the end, you're like, oh. This episode is not sponsored by <laughs> any um, record Taylor, labels. If you want to get in touch, sponsor us. Um, we'll give you a shout out on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'm sure. I'm sure Taylor Swift would be very into sponsoring us. Um, you could. I mean, this is just a suggestion. But uh, do you need to be reinflated? You should talk to Captain Biscuit. Okay, Captain Biscuit is very technical and would probably be able to like stick a bellows in you and reinflate you or something like that I mean she's technically fantastic and very good with machines so you should pop down to the Zeppelin and have a word with her and say, say we sent you and that we're trying to get you re-rounded uh, Lexi writes a quick note with one of his special new pens and goes, here you go, uh, give that to her and uh, she'll she'll fix you right up and he goes, oh well and uh, he wobbles his way Clap down the road him. so uh, you head in uh, through the door the, the elevator door that you went in through last time you were here and uh, uh, Lexi punches a couple of buttons and goes, I think it was this floor here uh, and the uh, the doors close and the elevator goes up nice bit of uh, dude bit of, bit of instrumental Taylor Swift that we can't play because of copyright <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, sort of uh, Taylor Swift does Muzak um, <laughs> it's very strange I love it um, good luck, future Joel, finding some good background music for this scene. <laughs> uh, eventually, the uh, doors open, 
onto a long corridor. Uh, on the wall, you can see a series of cogs and wheels, uh, and there are some sort of little uh, mini tracks and pipes that lead across in a sort of complicated puzzle, like some sort of Rube Goldberg machine. Um, what do you do? Ooh, 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 I want to run straight in. Okay, you <laughs> run straight that's, in. That's a good idea, but go ahead. It's too late. Uh, you, uh, as you run in, uh, Perrin, uh, do you want to make a perception check? Yeah, I do then. Just try and get my dice. Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, okay, with a nat 20, uh, you can see that the puzzle has already been solved and the door opposite is already open. I ran straight through it. So you have... Yeah, uh, there was a thing where it would have like closed up and reset, but I think with a natural 20, I've got to give it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you so yeah, the... You're welcome yes, for this gift. <laughs> Uh, yes, the puzzle was already solved mysteriously. So uh, I will just flip back to the other, <laughs> other storyline now for, for a bit. <laughs> well, I think of what to do there. Um, I'm going to stride so, after Erin, hoping that they don't get squished by some kind of puzzle that they haven't seen. Pen and Aguilad, shall we start by rolling for initiative? Oh dear. Okay, so uh, the first line of police go first. Uh, a pen! Ooh! Nine versus AC, I imagine, does not hit. It doesn't actually, no. Uh, an arrow comes flying through the hole in the ceiling but pings off the floor next to you. Oh! oh, oh. Uh, pen, it's your go. Well, hey, never. That was damn rude. Um, since they didn't hit me, I can't do anything back on that score, so I am just going to cast Magic Missile up at the uh, hole. Uh, so, that's four, four, and two. So, ten points. Cool. Uh, yeah, you take out a couple uh, with that. Uh, you, you hear a couple of oof! Uh, Lisa goes next. Uh, she pulls out a little handheld crossbow and uh, she fires uh, one of her own shots upwards. Uh, 16 versus AC, which is going to do a hit. Which is 5 points of damage. So, Agrolad, you're up. Are there any in close combat range? No. In which uh, case, I'm playing my kazoo. Ooh, you're playing a little kazoo. Interesting. Uh, so you play a little do 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 do. I make a chicken uh, call. <laughs> That's what a chicken sounds like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, on your next turn, uh, you're a little uh, helper. I will pop him into um, the initiative. So uh, the brig goes next. Uh, he uh, stands up a little bit shakily. And uh, he aims his fist up at the um, at the hole in the ceiling, and his fist comes roaring out of its socket in a little chain uh, to punch at uh, one of the police officers who was looking in. And uh, that's a uh, non-natural twenty, uh, which will come as no surprise. Hits seven points of damage. He takes out a few more. One of the doors bursts open. And you see three large trolls in police uniforms come storming through. 
and uh, one of them uh, aims a big club at Agriland. Uh, that's going to be 15 versus AC. Meets it, beats it. Oh, that's only six points of bludgeoning damage. What are their names, by the way? Hello, hello, and hello. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's spelt differently each time, yeah. though. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a different um, accent over each E um, every time. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Uh, the police from above go next. Uh, pen, 12 versus AC. Much does not hit Meets, beats. Oh, meets, beats. Uh, take three points of piercing damage as another arrow comes firing down at you. Pen, it is your go. Ow, that is very rude. Another magic missile back. Four, four, and... Four, 12 points. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Uh, you hear yet more bodies go from above and you don't see any more movement are we talking about constructs uh no they are human people well they're warforged okay so they're not technically constructs no they're not they're they're their own beings uh so lisa goes next uh she turns with her rapier to one of the um big trolls uh, ooh, and gets a 22. And she's going to do a bit of damage. Alright, two hit points back. She gets six points of damage on uh, one of the trolls. Uh, one of the trolls looks a little bit irritated by that. Uh, Aguilad, uh, as you are preparing to strike, uh, what should happen? But one of the windows is smashed. And a small boy comes tumbling in, dressed in his monk's robe, wielding a big whacking stick. It's Timmy the Chicken Foot. Yay! And he comes in to give you a high five. Not me, lad, them. Ah. At the uh, trolls. Alright then. And he's going to do an attack with. He's going to use open hand technique, much like you do. Uh, that is going to be 16 versus AC, which does indeed hit. Uh, so he's going to do uh, 12 points of damage on the first one, uh, knocks out one of the trolls, and for his second attack he's going to do a aim at the second troll, and uh, that's going to be non-natural 20 again. Do you know natural 20s I've done here? I'm going to keep using this guy, which is good. Uh, Don't use it to the bad guys. <laughs> Uh, that is 10 points of damage. Uh, the other troll is looking pretty bad off at this point. Agrolad, it's your go. The other troll is getting a fist to the face. Okay, go for it. So that'd be a 20 to hit, non-natural. That hits, that hits. Six points of damage. And I'm following up with a flurry of blows. Go for it. There's a 21 to hit. That hits. For six points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. The second one is a 21 to hit. That hits. For 6 points of damage. It goes down! It would have reached I'm going to use my open hand technique. Does he go down? He does go down. In that yes. case, I don't need to use my open hand technique. Yeah. Uh, he falls over. Um, you can see out the door there are more charging towards you. Uh, so Timmy on uh, looks at you and goes, Well, um, I think we should 
fight them all, all at once, fight everyone, everybody, do a big, big fight no, against lad, all of them? No, lad, they don't fight everyone at once. What that does is they use us them against each other. Well, Ooh. maybe we should tell them to stop. I'm not sure I follow. Well, nobody wants to be fighting, really, do they? I mean, they started it, and we've ended it, and they don't need to start it again. We've sent them to do negotiating, haven't we? Well, they don't seem to care much about that, these copper bastards. We should block up this door, at least for now. Good idea, General. Uh, he goes to try and uh, pull some more crates, but he's, again, he's walking with quite a, um, a lot of pain, I should try and like. support him. And I will help, oh, I will help with the moving of things, and coordinate Timmy to help with the moving of things. That's a very good idea. Timmy is very strong. Uh, he lifts a, a filing cabinet above his head and uh, plonks it down in front of the door. Well done, Timmy. Uh, oh, thank you, Mr. Penn. Uh, would you like a lollipop? And he pulls a lollipop out of his pocket. It's got a bit of uh, pocket lint stuck to it. What flavour is it? Um, he licks it and goes... Beef. <laughs> I may save up for dinner if you do not mind. Okay. He puts it back in his pocket. Um, <laughs> uh, another Warforged uh, comes up to the brig and uh, offers him a uh, little flagon of oil. Ah, oh, jolly good, thank you. Captain Crates. <sighs> Sir, I was just wondering, wondering how we propose to go on. I mean, I've dealt with the police all my life. They've always targeted my neighbourhood more than most. And it can be a bit, well, difficult to reason with sometimes, but surely you must have a plan, sir. And uh, the brig just kind of looks a little... He, he almost looks kind of defeated at this point. And he, he sort of leans up against the wall. Goes, we fight on and on until we can't go on. They'll obey the rules, and if the rules change, they'll have to respect that. What I say, right, is we stand. We stand against this rising tide of, 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 of dictatorship and tyranny. We will bite them on the features. <laughs> Never in the history of people conflict has so little been owed to so many by so few. Rather, uh, can you make a performance check? Yes, or, I can try. Or persuasion, whichever you've, you're you're better with. Uh, they're both at zero, so I got a twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of people nod along with that, <laughs> but. Um, Gen generally speaking, uh, people still are looking a little bit um, disjointed. Well, what about that belt buckle? Uh, what about it? Well, didn't somebody mention a rust belt? Uh, means nothing to me. That that person who wasn't here, who we're not supposed to talk about, who mentioned Let's have it. a look at that thing. It seems to have some sort of mechanism inside it. Apparently it wakes up vodka tart. Sorry, don't drink. Some some ancient robot called vodka tart. Voltrazord? That's the one. Fairy tales, I'm afraid, my good man. Tell your little Timmy about it. Little Timmy's one of those fairy tales. T Timmy's got really big eyes. Did you say a giant robot, Mr. Agolad? Aye. I would like to see a giant robot. I'll tell you what, Timmy, if you can figure out how to make this giant rusty belt buckle thing wake up the giant robot, you'll get to see the giant robot. <gasps> and he runs over to the big belt buckle and starts like, Pressing bits of it uh, furiously. <laughs> Is there an activation button? Oh no, it's fine. He won't find it. Uh, you hear a click and a whir. Except when he does. And you feel the whole factory starts to shake. 
Oh dear. Victrina and Perrin, you've walked through several of these quote-unquote puzzle rooms that all seem to have been completed before you got I'm here. I'm puzzled by the fact that all the puzzles have been done. Uh, uh, do you do anything about this puzzleation? Well, no, I, I think I don't have to do puzzles. Can I do so. a perception? Or investigation? Or investigation, whichever, whichever I'm better at. I've got a 19. Okay. Uh, you find some footprints occasionally in some of these rooms. Uh, footprints that are distinctly elvish. Okay. Uh, although the, in some of the rooms you, you see just like uh, a wall has been punched through. Um, <laughs> others seem to have been meticulously uh, studied and uh, puzzled out uh, by somebody with very elvish feet. Yes, I, I, I assume it's Ericana has been doing the puzzles and she's ahead of us. Uh, possibly with Bethany Rockham Sockham for assistance. So I think we should hurry up because I think it's all going to go horribly, horribly wrong. I can do that. Uh, you end up in a, a number of corridors that are less puzzly and more just kind of offices, uh, but most seem to be closed up uh, as if there's no one around, uh, like it's a Sunday and everyone's gone home. Uh, you see a lot of like empty offices, uh, and then up ahead you see one where there are lights on uh, and you can hear some sort of muffled voices behind. Uh, what do you do? Let's go there. Let's go <laughs> where there are people. I want uh, to be where the people are. <laughs> uh, do you go in or do you just listen at the door? Let's listen at the door first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, okay, as you're listening at the door, uh, Lexi sort of um, comes up behind you and uh, as you're listening at the door with one ear, he presses his ear to your other ear yeah, thinking that will work. <laughs> yes. I'm just looking at him really, like, sidelong, like, what What are you doing? <laughs> oh, sorry. That, that's not how ears work. Yeah, so I'm more of a pen person, yes. you see. Put your ear against We have a friend door. called Pen. Ah. <laughs> uh, through the door, you can hear somebody talking uh, in a really business-like manner, I think. And as you can see, our third quarter analysis suggests that if we can sell 5,000 more units to the local police forces, we will have doubled our annual profits and surpassed all previous targets. And there's a small smattering of applause. Uh, yes, <clears throat> thank you, thank you. Uh, Mr. Jeffries, uh, if you wouldn't mind opening the door, I believe there are some guests who would like to speak to us. And the door is opened and you stumble a little as your ears are no longer pressed against Our them. ears pull us forward into the room. Yes. <laughs> I have been led by my ears to your fine business meeting. We have an ear for profit. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look up into the face of a human uh, in a nice pinstripe suit. Uh, he steps back and you can see a nice clean boardroom uh, the massive table in the middle. Uh, and around this sit several humans, elves and half-elves, all in suits and ties. Uh, at the head of the table, uh, in front of a little presentation screen, magic mirror, uh, is a woman wearing a pinstripe suit and a pair of metal gauntlets. And she looks at you and goes, Ah, welcome, Victrina Crested Grebe and Perrin Bazonian. And uh, who's your friend here? Is he the representative from the Union? Uh, no, he's a pen seller. He's bought special pens for, for you to sign special deals with that will make you lots of money. 
uh, please shut the door behind you. Um, we are most glad to have you here, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, I am uh, Miss Longbarrow, head of the board of shareholders, and these are the shareholders, and uh, the other people around the table all say in unison, Good evening. That's menacing. Yes. Yes, yes we've, we've been, been practicing. practicing. <laughs> they all say in unison. That's. Katrina, can we try? Yes, let's try. Let's do the time thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as it happens, uh, Miss Crested Grebe, uh, Mix Bazonian, um, we would uh, like to hire you for your uh, services. We are um, already very employed. Oh, it's just a uh, just a little job. I I feel like it will fit into your current um, uh, exploits and your current duties. Just uh, a little let, extra on let the me side. Know the nature of the job, and I'll see if it clashes with with our duties to the Green Lord and um, the Fable Party and New Milk and our families and all you the have other a family. Things. Well, kind of. Oh. They're a bit rubbish. I'll tell you later. Okay. I, I think you'll be uh, it'll be quite up your alley. I understand you have quite some experience in this uh, uh, sector. Um, we would like you to uh, kill uh, Mr. Raytheon. Oh, um, maybe. We understand you have some giant slaying uh, experience. We, we have slayed um, some giants. Yes, I mean it's not really it's not really why we're here. Um, yeah, we're here obviously not, to negotiate for you know Darnos entry into the GA and and the worldwide distribution, constant wide distribution of new milk. Um, but occasionally we have to slay a giant to do that. And I'm sure you do it wonderfully, Miss Crested Creep. Uh, may I call you Victory? Oh, you may. Yes. Yes, and uh, she gestures to uh, an empty seat and says, "Please sit down, and we can discuss terms." Um, now. Ah, as as I uh, understand it, you uh, have quite the military background. Uh, what do you think of our uh, setup? Uh, our 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 our, our, uh, our war forged nation is uh, is quite uh, the forgers of war. Yeah, you do <laughs> forge an awful lot of war, and your nation seems to make an awful lot of money out of the business of making sure people kill each other a lot. Yes, it's uh, one of the most profitable industries in the world, I think you'll find out. And uh, I will say this for Mr. Raytheon, he was quite ingenious, you know. Uh, once uh, you know, once uh, international wars are no longer um, as popular as they once were, and what better way of uh, sparing new profits than to have governments go to war against their own people? It's uh, ingenious, but... Uh, <clears throat> We have, uh, alas, been um, somewhat disappointed with Mr. So Raytheon's Mr. lack Raytheon of leadership. So is Mr. making you enough money by not getting enough people to kill each other? Well, we fear that he has become something of a liability in the PR department. I've been told that before. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like to replace him with somebody who makes more money out of people killing each other for you, the We are a business. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you see, uh, if he can just, you know, see his way to putting an end to this silly little strike, you know, even if it means, you know, slaughtering all of those terrible workers, they can easily hire new workers. It's absolutely fine. What happens he needs when to... all the workers are dead? Uh, we'll just get some new ones. It's, where, uh, it's where, a buyer's where market. Where get them from if they're all dead? Because, you see, the thing about 
humans is that they um, tend to, if they're alive, they tend to produce more humans who grow up to become workers, whereas if they're dead, they don't. They only have zombies or get brought back via necromancy or their ghost haunt there, but ghosts can't work for you. Yeah, the zombies are terrible. They, they lose their arms in machines and things all the time. It's very, you very ever tried getting a ghost to sign a contract? Can't hold the pen. Oh, well, I'd invented a new pen that... Oh, uh, I'll, I'll stay quiet. Wait, do you have a ghost pen? I've been thinking about it. I think it would be a good idea. I think our friend Pen would love the idea of a ghost pen. Yeah. You collaborate. <laughs> then you should start a pen. Listen, I, you're you're being rather melodramatic, my dear Crested Grebe. Uh, you, we're not going to kill everyone. That would be silly. We just need to make an example of these uh, upstarts, you know. Show show everyone else that uh, standing up to business is a bad idea, and that you know, if they try and demand better pay or safer working conditions, well, then they're going to have to suffer some pretty serious consequences. Um. So, uh, are you in on the uh, on the murder job? I'm certainly considering some murders, but they may not be the murders that you have in mind. Ah, that's disappointing. I'll have to check with my patron, because I can't do much murdering if he doesn't want me to do the murdering. It's a bit of a problem. I say problem, I highly adore the Green Lord. He has done so much for me, but it is annoying when I want to kill somebody he doesn't want me to kill. I try to do it's the always best to check with your patron whether yeah. or not you we actually have a pretty good person. relationship. There's been like mm. one time, and it was very awkward. You're a warlock, I take yes. it, Mixpersonian. It's a wonderful uh, line of work. Uh, uh, my sister was a warlock for a long it's, time, and it's uh, not a line of work; it's a way of life. Yeah, I didn't think warlocking was a job. Well, you see, you know. <laughs> Power is always inside you all along, she used to say to me. <laughs> it's uh, the strength of the relationship between patron and patri, you know. It's a wonderfully fascinating line, I'll have to say, but uh, it's not really my area. Now, if we could get back to my area... Which is we were, um, Yes, uh, well, President Springsteen, you see, he's... Uh, he's well, you might not have noticed, but he is gunning for re-election this year, and... We believe that if he's on side and if he if he can be convinced to, you know, give the order and have his um, his police forces just end this silly little strike By killing soon, everyone. we can... Yes, uh, we, yes, we... Uh, you see, you're getting it now. Yes, and then we can go back to, uh, back to how things used to be and uh, it'll all be wonderful again. So you're just dreaming of the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> you very much could say that. Yes, um, we um, we we've got a uh, we've got an enchanted sword if you'd like <gasps> one. Um, and uh, she uh, opens a um, a uh, drawer in the table and pulls out a unsettlingly large uh, sword from this very small drawer and places it on the table. Uh, it's a huge flaming blade oh. with sort of. Uh, like skulls uh, etched into the pommel and uh, like f um, dragons uh, winding around the handle. Well, you, and, you can't uh, start a fire without a bloody big sword. <laughs> 
Yes, well, it's an enchanted sword. It's a plus five fire sword, and <laughs> it will deal 3d6 slashing damage, uh, uh, plus 3d4 fire damage. Oh, Perrin, it happens. Perrin, I think that you should practice with the sword. Can I, can I try now? I think you should try now, yes. I pick up the sword, <laughs> and I do a hmm. hit. Just like at thin Ooh, air, as if I was going to kill one of these ghosts okay. who can't get a job. Uh, make an attack roll. Gonna love this one. Um, nine. Mm-hmm. I, I think you drop it. <laughs> okay, it's too cool it for me. I am floor. not cold enough to use this sword. Uh, Miss Lungbarrow comes up to the sword again and goes, well, do uh, think about it. And if you head on down to conference room four, at the very heart of Vulture Sword, uh, you'll find Mr. Raytheon waiting there for his meeting uh, uh do uh, be quick about it we'll be uh, we'll be in here waiting to hear your uh, your decision <laughs> i think i've made my decision and i draw my sword and i stab her <gasps> Ooh, make oh, an attack roll you see whoa um, i rolled uh hang on a minute uh i rolled a something 14 <laughs> uh your sword goes right through her heart and pins her to the chair and she looks at you in utter shock and then falls back into the chair the rest of the board of uh, shareholders all stand up and hold out their hands to you can you make a wisdom saving throw all of us Uh, yeah both of you You're both flung out of the door, and the door slams behind you. Uh, you hear some uh, rustling and some um, panicked movements behind. Um, as you sort of pick yourselves up, uh, Lexi tries the door, but it won't open, and he kind of gives you a shrug. Um, and yeah, all you can hear behind is sort of uh, muffled shouts and, and screams and uh, uh, shouts of, This is most unorthodox, most unorthodox. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get to kill all the shareholders. <laughs> Do you think but... that it's a cult? Because I've always wanted to join a cult, but now I've actually seen a cult, I'm not so sure about joining I, a cult. I do think that they were a right bunch of cultists. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should head down to conference room, whatever number it was she said, and sing Mr. Raytheon. And, you know, I, I mean, I did not like them. And they wanted to kill him. Uh, so now I'm thinking maybe I don't want to kill him because that was what they wanted and they were clearly bad people. So I'm conflicted. Uh, you head down the corridor and uh, you very easily find conference room four. Uh, it's quite a large room uh, and yet, despite how large it is, you do see one incredibly large figure who is hunched over and almost sitting on his haunches. Uh, a giant covered in metal plating with sort of steams and puffs of smoke coming out of the joints. Uh, he's sort of wheezing as he moves and he turns bright red eyes onto you and says Welcome friends Are you here? To negotiate the ending of the strike, it is most important 
that we come to an agreement. We are here to do some negotiating. You must be the representative. And he reaches out a hand to Lexi, who again looks panicked and goes, Just say yes. And shakes his hand and nods. <laughs> Very well. The president should be here soon. I warn you, though, he is more on my side than yours. That sounds like a bias. Bias is bias is bad. Well, I have a bias towards pleasing my shareholders and making more money for this economy. Did you know that your shareholders want us to murder you? Hmm, it's not surprising. They've been trying that game for years. <laughs> Haven't succeeded yet. So why would you want to please a bunch of very strange people who want you dead? They are the shareholders. They are the backbone of the business. And without them, the business would not thrive. Now... I am willing to allow a safety inspection of the factory once every ten years and pay a system review every twelve years and I feel I have been more than reasonable. I don't see why Brigadier Lighthouse Steam is so movable on this. He will not even consider a small compromise. He wants more safety than it is reasonable. He wants pay for his work as it's most unreasonable. Do you not think that a happy workforce is a productive workforce? A workforce that knows it is replaceable will work hard not to be replaced. I, a workforce that knows it is exploited will push back and attempt to seize the means of production. That is why the president will be using harsher forces if my demands are not met. So the president has to be voted in? The president has final say on the police force and their movements, but... It is in the country's best interests if he were to crush these workers now. How many of these workers voted for him at the last election? None, if they want to keep their jobs. (laughs) Now then, are you willing to make a compromise and give up these silly notions of more pay? Because if you do not, I will perhaps make a new deal with the president, sending military-grade weapons to his police force. It will be the most interesting outcome, I think. Hmm. I don't think that we are willing to. I don't think that we see eye to mechanical eye. This has been a disappointing meeting.
meeting, I must say. I'm glad the rumors that you would resort to violence have been apparently very much blown out of pro- And as he says this, a huge fist comes crashing through the wall. The whole factory is shaking. Uh, the workers look panicked and some start running for the doors. Uh, but in front of the doors, you Don't see... Don't worry, everybody, stay calm. Uh, in oh, front of panic. the doors blocking the way is a large robot with swords for hands. Uh, he's marching towards Timmy and the rust belts. What do you do? Stand between Timmy and the robot with the swords, rather foolishly. Uh, Slice and Dyson looks at you and says, I do not wish to harm you, but if you do not get out of the way, I must insist that you become two. And then he waves his sword, like, under your nose. And I don't wish to harm thee, but if thy lays a finger on Timmy there, I will. Uh, can we leave over with the fighting? We've done the fighting already, haven't we? I do not wish to fight. I wish justice. Well, so do we. And none of these workers are getting the justice they deserve. They're just getting hit upon by the police. And as Abbott Rush used to tell me, violence is always an option. <laughs> I agree. This is why Raytheon must be destroyed. And Ultrazord is the one to do it. You must take the belt out of the factory or it will crash inward on itself, attempting to connect to it. Oh, why didn't I say? Oh, fair enough. Give me a hand then. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check. You always ask me to make these rolls on <laughs> things I don't have. It's because you keep trying to persuade people. <laughs> 19! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, I persuaded someone. He tilts his head and then goes, very well. And he reaches for the rust belt. Timmy looks a little defensive. He's like, no, mine! We need to take it outside, lad. Oh. Uh, Pen, do you help them take it out? Because it's quite heavy. Well, yes. Uh, I think Agrolad, uh, Slice and Dyson and uh, Pen, you all sort of lift it up. And Timmy is just sat on top of it. Uh, <laughs> not helping. No wonder it's so heavy. <laughs> Uh, as you cut down all the fatty foods, Simi lad. You told me to eat five chiff butties this morning. Did I? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's all those beef lollipops. <laughs> uh, as you uh, head outside, uh, you see that the police are starting to retreat. Uh, although some are um, uh, opening up boxes full of more uh, weaponry uh, and looking quite. Um, confused but uh, determined uh, as Slice and Dyson um, lays eyes on them uh, he sort of shakes his head and says they see a problem they are hammers and see everything as a nail they have weapons and see everything as a target let me try something shouts at the coppers oi lads Volty's orbs waking up Mm, I don't know if I should make you roll persuasion again. Um, <laughs> um, well, if I am rolling it again, I just got an eight. Okay, <laughs> I don't think they respond particularly to it. Would you all it. please stand back? We're trying to end the strike here. 
Ooh, interesting. Uh, can you roll persuasion? Five. Uh, okay, I think they actually start coming closer. Oh dear. Uh, I should have kept my mouth shut. There are more workers trying to get out, uh, but there are some still trapped inside. And you feel the belt almost sort of magnetised towards uh, the top of the pants, as it were, of the legs. Uh, do you try and keep hold of it and wait for people to get out, or do you just let it go? Uh, yes, trying to give the people inside as much time as possible. All right, yes. Can you all make some strength checks? Oh dear. Now you're asking me to do something. <laughs> 19. Yeah. 10. Okay. Uh, Aguilad, you're holding on to it and then doing that cool thing where you're sort of like dragging through the dirt, but you're holding on just as Tibby, Pen. Uh, will you tries. hold on, please? Uh, he holds on while still sat on top. Timmy, uh, and get so... <laughs> up and stop this thing from flying through the air. Well, no, stay on it, Timmy. Use your weight. Try to sit down. Uh, he starts jumping on top of it. Ow! Ow! Aguilar, can you make another strength save? Strength save? A strength save. I'll be at 19 again. Ooh, yeah, you just managed to keep hold of it again as it uh, is... Again, still magnetised. Uh, if, if it's saves we're making, then my last one was a 21. No, the first one was just a check. All uh, right. Pen, uh, you can see uh, the brick is trapped inside behind the very um, filing cabinet that had been that he had placed in front of the door, and he can't seem to get over it. What do you do? Oh, dear. Um, can I cast... Am I close enough to cast Mage Hand and try and push for... Yeah, I think you are. Um... I don't right know. If, I'll say make a instead of making a strength check because I know you're not great at those. Make an arcana check then, just to see uh, how your um, mage hand can strength its way through this. I guess. Nineteen. Yeah, you managed to pull the um, the filing push. cabinet away. Push is easier. <laughs> I'll push it. Yeah, and uh, he comes stumbling out. Uh, just as the, I think like with that, like you can't hold on to the belt anymore. And Aguilad, you're going to have to make another save. Oh, whoops! Twenty-one. Yeah, you're st- you're still holding on uh, as more people come pouring out, but it's it's really grating on your fingers at this point. Um, the police are I'm kind in the of background. The Conan the Barbarian soundtrack is playing. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, it, it's yeah. It looks really cool. You know, you know got your sort of um, uh, veins popping and uh, sweat beading everywhere. Uh, Timmy jumping up and down on the belt. Uh, it's very, very epic. Uh, and then fourteen versus AC. Uh, Aguilad misses. Misses. Uh, an arrow pings just off to the side near where you are, and Who you can that? see that uh, a line of police officers are marching towards you. Brig, is anyone else in there? I, uh, I'm not sure. I didn't. See, I didn't see. I haven't had a chance to do a roll call. Well, if there's anyone else in there, the time's up. Timmy, get off. Uh, Timmy jumps off. I turn and face the cops. Which one of you was it fired that fucking arrow? Are you still holding the belt? No, I let it go. Ah, it flies off and hitches itself to the top of the building, and then you see a long leather belt spring forth from either side of it wrap around the top of the trousers and then the legs rise 
as I'm saying, I was inclined. <laughs> <laughs> I think that will have to be our to be continued. Before we do a to be continued, really important question. Yeah. Does legs have butt? That is we'll find out next week, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. The campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penmagante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, and Landon Cole was the break. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com slash campaign trail. You can follow The Campaign Trail on Twitter at TheCampaignCast, on Facebook.com forward slash CampaignCast, at SoundCloud.com forward slash Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Adventure.